You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Yeah, g'day. Welcome. Nice to have you on the show with us. Scotty Sattler joining me, Gary Belcher, for a a big show tonight. Plenty of uh, good guests, Sats, and lots to talk about. Indigenous round, of course, this week has crept up on us and what a very important uh, week it is for the NRL. How are you, mate? I'm really, really well. Really well. Um, it's been interesting, the fallout of the uh, the George Williams and the Canberra Raiders scenario. I uh, read a really good story today from from James Hooper, who's uh, who's opened up the debate even further. Um, yeah, I'd ask you to uh, read that on uh, on Fox Sports. It's a really good story. But, uh, Badge, I really enjoyed your uh, your take on that last night. I thought it was honest and um, and obviously coming from a – a place that's uh, very close to you, um, the Canberra Raiders. But outside of that, it's just, I suppose it's just the, uh, I suppose it's just the, what word am I trying to use? Um, I Trying to help you. Yeah, it's, I suppose it, it's it's just around being, fulfilling your obligations. Yeah, I know. And, and look, maybe we're Any a bit player. old school. Yeah. But the new generation, it seems, not all of them, but um, it, that it's okay just to, to pack up and go or to change your mind or to, you know, to, to, to just get out of a contract willy-nilly. It happens yeah. too much. Clubs do it too to players. I know they move them on, but play, clubs always have to fulfil their obligations financially. But when players want to move, it's, uh, it can leave them in the lurch. And I've heard some new stuff around that today that's uh, a bit frustrating. Hey, uh, producer Woogie has a, a small poll. We know that for, po- for four pines. If Origin 1 can't be played at the MCG, where should it go? Now, this is getting in more and more doubt every day. What are they, up to 15 cases or something in Melbourne now? Hmm. So um, options are Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, or Adelaide. Mm. We can put somewhere else. I mean, he hasn't, put, hasn't put Canberra in there, and that's been tossed up. And that's the least likely any tourist is, place any tourist is going to go to, Auckland. Canberra. <laughs> so Auckland has that rugby league game in 433 days or something. Can't. Let's go to Auckland. You can't, mate. Uh, it's not? all about junkets no. and holidays for you. Yeah, yeah that's all you want. You go into Origin 1 and you think, where do mm. I want to go? Hawaii. You won't come back for three or four days. <laughs> uh, where do you think it should be played? Um, so where do they do that, Woogie, on Twitter? Yes, mate. Sports Day New South Wales, Sports Day Queensland. I, If you had a choice out of the ones you've put up, Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, Adelaide, uh, I'd say Sydney. I'd just take, take the got first something one going Sydney, on in Sydney. Second that, one in Queensland, third week. one in New South Wales. That's old school. It's old school what? origin. Yeah, but the new Queenslanders will whinge and whinge no. and whinge. Let's no, go, to, go somewhere neutral. I reckon Adelaide or Perth. So can I go to LA again, like 87 badge? I think that's a good idea. <laughs> no. Is Sturlo still stuck in the banner? <laughs> that was on TV the I'm other day. I'm going to Wuhan. Okay. Uh, now, West Tigers skipper James Tarmo is going to join us. Great um, guy. In head of, ahead of this big uh, round of... 
What do you think of the Dragons on Friday night? Don't they need a win, the West Tigers? Both teams so close yes. to winning on the weekend. Uh, Tigers could have won it on the well after the Hooter against uh, the Warriors, but a uh, mistimed pass and catch by Adam Dewey. And then, of course, the, the golden point for the Dragons, which is heartbreaking to see mm. some of those players in the dressing sheds after it. Mm, it was. All right. Well, he'll, he'll be joining us uh, pretty soon, actually. Uh, we're looking for you to your uh, greatest Indigenous player of all time. Send us a text. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. Haven't there been some outstanding players? I found this really difficult because there's so many it's that I've played with and against. It's not difficult for you, Badge. You've only got one favourite. I've got a. I have got a standout favourite. Um. So have you. You're. you biased I've got, with this. I've got two. They're not dissimilar. I've yours got two and mine. that sit side by side. Mm. Yeah. Well, you've got to come up with one. Well, I'm going to do one now, one later. Okay. Well. Okay. Who's your one now? My one now. Oh, Preston Campbell. Preston Campbell. He'll stroll under the post inside the first 60 seconds of the second half. 2001 Dally M medalist. Uh, grew up playing soccer and made his first grade to build 56 kilos. What a player. Oh, what a player. What a and what a guy. guy. Great guy, yeah. Preston Campbell. Mine is, without a doubt, the greatest ever chain-smoking winger that's ever played <laughs> the game. Sullivan's bombed across the goal now. Up they go for it. Who's taken it? It's loose. Picked up by Daly. Daly's going to have to Ferguson. Ferguson goes for the line. It's good. Oh, can you believe this? Chicken Ferguson has scored alongside the post. I can't believe it, yeah. 1989. Uh, actually, final. I think people might have thought for a moment there it was Laurie Daly, but no, Laurie didn't smoke. Only after. <laughs> Cigars after green finals. The great Chicka Ferguson. How good was uh, Chicka? I just uh, loved the way everything about him. Wait, hey, Badge, was it true you used to sleep before the game? Yep. He'd have a sleep. He'd wake up. One of the trainers would have a durry lit for him, so he'd have a couple of puffs and he'd run out. As he's running off at halftime, a trainer would have a cigarette lit, but he'd hide it from – he'd have to hide it behind his back so Tim Sheens didn't see it or the coach didn't see it. And then Chicka would run. It was was like something out of – a, a relay from a uh, an Olympic <laughs> event, the the passing of the cigarette to Chica very carefully, uh, and he had a few puffs and then gave it back as he went into the change room. It was a beautiful thing. Well, <laughs> it wasn't really. Not that we can do smoking. We don't. We don't. Yeah. We don't, uh, we don't we smoke. Anyway, uh, we want to know. You, oh, you got another one. You got one in your woogie, have you? Or is yeah. that your sets? Oh, no, one mine. of the greats. Oh, I, I love this bloke as a player. I never went for Balmain Tigers or anything like that, but this guy was. Awesome. Larry Corowa. Can he get it to Corowa? Corowa's going infield. He's inside Sparks and there he goes. The golden flash is on his way. And the crowd loving every moment of that touchdown. It was a golden flash when he was in that jersey, that Balmain oh. jersey. Wasn't he outstanding, Larry? He's outstanding to watch. What a player. Hey, uh, Badge and Woogie uh, on our text line 0477 736 736. Townsville, good option for origin. Danger in Cairns, says Brisbane, because the Queen's only going to win it anyway. Oh, and in relation to the, your favourite Indigenous players, we want everyone to join in. The best there is and the best there ever was is Arthur Beetson. And uh, Cody also says Big Artie Beetson yeah. was the greatest. Well, he was, yeah. Oh, look, hard to argue with Arthur. And mm. I've played under him and watched him many he times. He could do everything. He could play squash. He could fight. He could play cards. He was very he intelligent, man. Yeah, yeah, he was. All right, hey, a brand new segment tonight. Um, off the back of, uh, of, of Clive... Palmer blaming the Burley Bears. Oh, he blamed everyone, didn't he? It was weird that that uh, press conference he has had around Israel Folau. Um And the COVID outbreak, we've worked out what's going on. 
Who do you want to blame or what do you want to blame the Burley Bears for? So this is just the beat-up. We think it's a beat-up probably from the Burley Bears. So this COVID outbreak, yep. it's obviously, we know how it's come about. Well, uh, over in England as well, the UK, one of our favourite players. Talking about great Indigenous players, it's just been announced overnight that uh, Greg Inglis has torn his hamstring for Warrington and he's going to be out for two months. So this is just the beat-up. We think it's a beat-up probably from the Burley Bears. Yeah, Burley Bears I think fault. so. They, they tore his hamstring. They want to get him back. <laughs> yep. Off the bone. They yep. want him out of Warrington and back to Burley. Hey, you know what? The big news that happened up in Queensland yeah, yesterday. Yeah, A power station, part of it blew up. It was crazy. There were blackouts all over the place from mm. the Sunshine Coast, even down over the border into the Tweed Heads region. Yep. And you know who to blame. So this is just a beat-up. We think it's a beat-up probably from the Burley Bears. Yep. Do you know all this that's going on with George Williams at the moment about how he wants to go home, his pregnant wife is homesick. Mm. We, we feel as though there's something else behind it. So this is just a beat-up. We think it's a beat-up probably from the Burley Bears. Well, he has said that he wants to go to the beach. He does. He wants, to, he wants to be closer <laughs> to the beach. Yeah, there yeah. you go. go hey, on. what about Magna? Magda and whatever her name Zabansky. is. Zabanski. Yeah, and that stupid, uh, what's that show on? The Weakest Link. Yeah. It was uh, on last you night. You watched that? That was horrible. I did. So this is just a beat-up. We think it's a beat-up probably from the Burley Bears. They're behind it. They ruined it. They ruined it. I thought you said you guys, same thing, isn't it? The Apprentice thing, is that their same show? No. No, it's on after No, that. The Apprentice is good. Oh, please. Yeah. Apprentice is very good. All right, let's, let's leave that and do this. All righty. Sports Day, Sports Update. Uh, what's brewing for Four Pines Brewing? It is the uh, the official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, Victor Radley, mm. uh, if he had his time again, would he be challenging that uh, suspension last night or that uh, Was he always looking at five or was he looking at four? Now well, he, he would have got less. If, if you take the charges, you get less. You if got you four. challenge it and okay. lose, and you, I think it's um, uh, extra week for wasting the judiciary's time. Mm. Something like that. So he got five weeks. Well, he, he had one already for one charge. Yep. Got another four. Five weeks he's gone for. Uh, this was him outside the judiciary. The game's changed over the last two weeks and, you know, I might have the shit about it or, or whatnot, but it's it's on me and I've let them down and uh, really disappointing and I, I, I get to spend a bit of time off to really think about it, which is which is hard. I don't think my tackling style needs needs adjusting. I've been taught from a very young age from very, very good coaches, Adrian Lamb, Craig Fitzgibbon. I'm a great tackling style, and just because um, they decide to, to change the rules midway through the season doesn't mean I have to change my tackling style. There's obviously situations in the game, like on the weekend, where I got it wrong and I can't do that. I want to be a part of Origin. I want to make a difference in Origin. Um, it's been a goal of mine for a very long time, but um, in saying that, the, the Blues have a pretty strong side, mate, and I'm, I'm really confident that the team they got, they're going to go and win, and I guess that's what that's all about. It's about Blues winning. I'm a Blues fan. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to love it, and... And um, I can't wait to watch Origin. I can't wait to watch the Blues go and win. Well, two weeks ago, I'd have to agree that he wouldn't have to change his tackling style. And I love Victor. He's one of my favourite players in the competition. I love how much of an enforcery, the role that he takes on. Uh, he's only a small player in the, in the stature of today's today's game. Um, but when he says, I don't have to change my tackling style, I, I think probably what he needs to say is, I don't need to change my levels of aggression. Because you love his aggression. Mm. And he can play with controlled aggression. And Victor Radley, surprisingly enough, is one of the really good technique tacklers in the competition. And all he's got to do is drop three or four inches. Yes. That's it. Yep. And those tackles on the wheel, probably the one on Tavita Pengai Jr. is just an amazing tackle where he comes across and caves in the ribs of Tavita Pengai. Go back and watch some videos of, of himself 
uh, in those great lower tackles up under the footy. Yep. Where he, where he bends his back a bit. He's done plenty of them. Uh, Jake Travojevic, watch that. Watch, what's the old Trevor Gilmis? Kevin Camp. Plenty of great yeah. defenders there. And yeah, you're right. He's, he has got great technique, but usually. But it's, it's aiming high up around the chest where he's come unstuck. And uh, yeah, he's got five weeks to, to work that out. He'll, um, he'll steep, think about it. It, it is. It is a steep. steep. Very, it definitely is. Yeah, missed Origin last year because of injury. Mm. Um, now misses, you know, at least the first one or two games this year. So, yep. yeah. And a few coaches are weighing in on this, Sats, as well. Um, Ivan, Ivan Cleary, Panthers coach, uh, isn't sure about the spectacle. Look, I'm concerned. I think probably most, um, over the last couple of weeks, just watching the product, I think it's, you know, I think anyone who loves the game, you know, there's gonna, you'd be a little bit concerned. Um, there's the uncertainty around Origin coming up and how it's going to, could affect that. Um, it's completely changed the game in the last two weeks in terms of the flow of the game. I think, um, you know, we, we were averaging in our games, first nine rounds, six penalties a game. That's gone up 200% in the last two weeks. So, um, yeah, there's a concern there for sure. Uh, I think we all understand the reasoning. I mean, uh, when it gets into lawsuits and, and, and potential lawsuits, I guess, I mean, that's extremely scary for any kind of business, I suppose. So, yeah, it's tricky times for sure. Do you know what? I look at Brad Fittler and and also Paul Green now, the coach of Queensland, and probably Queensland probably less to an extent for New South Wales because the less amount, the less players they've got to choose from. But for New South Wales, does Freddie now look at players and do they start looking at the data and the statistics of players that are least penalised when it comes to tackling? Mm. I think it plays a huge role. I mean. Sure. Badge, you've played in plenty of origins where you've lost players in origin, and origin is quick enough and physical enough as it is. You've got to try. No, when I played, no one got sent off. Yeah, you're right. I remember. I remember. Wally got five five minutes one game. He got five or ten in the bin, and they threw cans. And Chicka Ferguson, that was where he was the best sidestepping display I've ever seen. (laughs) He dodged fourteen cans in (laughs) in nine seconds. Unbelievable, Chicka. They all went off. Yeah, but uh, very rarely players. Yeah, went off. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear from. Yeah, someone like you know Brandy, uh, who's on the coaching committee as well, and, and Freddie about whether they do look at those those um, those yeah, stats and those data. They might. Yeah. Um, Warriors coach Nathan Brown had this to say. I do understand that there's been a a significant sort of difference between some people getting bin and some not. So I can sort of understand where there's some frustration. But I think once the referees find their happy ground and the players find their happy ground, I think we'll find a, an element where we all think this is this is for the benefit of the game. Well, it is for, the, ben- yeah, it is for right. the benefit of the game. And, and it might, you know, it might slowly settle down over the year. But I won't be surprised if it just stays as it is. I just think they're just going to be tough on it. And I'd like to think that we'll have fewer incidents from the players. I'll tell you what, if there is a real big shift in relation to technique in the, in the next 12 months, you'll see some fans who are a little bit disgruntled about what's happening at the moment. They'll still persist with watching the game. They'll still love their team. But this time next year, they'll see someone fly out of the line bend their back and hit the ball carry underneath the ball and the ball will come flying out of their possession and everyone will go, did you see that? That was amazing. Or will we see more like rugby union where players will come up, even if they're up far, and they'll stop and grab and hold and pull them down slowly without the impact. Possibly. Because if you do that, you're not at risk of whacking someone in the head and Cam getting Smith. sin-binned. Cam Smith was a That's master how he did of it. it. Now, if, if your whole forward pack does that, they're still going to get tackled slowly and bring them down with a bunch of players on them. And, you know, then 
play on. There's no, one, still no that, one in the bin. There's still that sense of adrenaline in players. Oh, I know, I know. There's it's, some players yeah, like... Yeah, I, I, you could up. you imagine saying to Nathan Brown from Parramatta, Nathan, I want you to run up as quick as you can. As soon as they get to you, I just want you to just grab them and hold them. Yeah, you go, oh, no. Are you serious? I'm, I'm a <laughs> lunatic. I want to try... I know. I'm not trying to hurt someone. Hey, uh, texts uh, coming in, Sat, 0477736736. About the greatest Indigenous player that you've seen? Hey, boys, Artie by the length of the straight, 100%. Everyone tends to agree that the immortal Arthur Beetson. There's so many great stories about Arthur. Did you say this one from Cody? Yep. Big Artie's the the greatest. All right, uh, after some consultation with the NRL, we talked this about uh, Melbourne uh, maybe having to switch or the NRL having to switch Melbourne, uh, the first origin from Melbourne, just to another venue. And we want you to get involved in Twitter and tell us which venue it should be. But the Melbourne Storm's decided to uh, extend its camp at Twin Waters on the sunny coast. Why wouldn't they? Minus two to how, how do you reckon? How do you reckon the vote went <laughs> when the place <laughs> were asked? Do you, want to, do you want to go home? Or do you want to stay up here like we did last year and we won the comp from here and it's a pretty nice place at Twin Waters. Do you know what, Badge? I'm, I don't know. And we you can bring your families up. We don't know whether it's happened because in this day and age, all the clubs you know, pretty much video and, and record every movement of every player these days inside. But that would have been an amazing documentary watching the Melbourne Storm have to make so many changes to their preparation, uproot their families, their children, schooling, whatever it may be to go through and win a comp. Would have been amazing footage. Yeah. Great. But, um, yeah, so anyway, they've they've decided to stay there for, well, extend their camp. Who knows exactly when that's going to uh, finish. And, um, yeah, there's a Queensland Rugby League media release. That's, I think I better read a bit of this out today. This is about Israel Folau's request via um, via Clive to uh, to play in the Rugby League competition. QRL says that they've, uh, they have not received confirmation that he's released from his existing playing contract, yep. nor has he received a clearance from his last known registered overseas club, which was Le Catalans. Yes. So for a start, they can't sign him. Um, they can't proceed until such a time as that clearance is received, and that's national policy. It's not just about him. On receipt of international clearance, he'll be granted permission to register for the Southport Tigers, frustrating for me, at a community rugby league level and no higher as per the registration request that has been made. So what they're saying is uh, he can play at Southport Tigers Gold Coast Rugby League level if he's playing that well that, well... They will be lining up the, for him the, if he the plays Burley well. The Burley Bears, the Burley Bears... So this is just a beat-up. <laughs> we think it's a beat-up probably from the Burley Bears. Well, if he's playing good enough, it means he won't. He can't go and play for the Burley Bears. No, which they're is in a, the same comp, aren't they? Oh, no, they're, 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 they're the level next level up. up. They can't. So he can't do it because the Burley Bears are behind... Well. This whole conspiracy. Yeah, I think I you know I do deep down. I think he would love to take whoever he could to court and maybe what did he get from rugby Australian Rugby Union? Plenty, seven Eight figures or something mm-hmm. ridiculous. All right, uh, oh tonight very soon uh, the Justice Hooney Christian soy fight, yep. Darling Harbour sets. So, yeah, and uh, Paul Gallon has been given permission by Channel Nine to join the Fox commentary team. Um, and uh, that's about it. You got anything else you want to throw in? Can I just quickly say about the George Williams situation last night, Badge? And I thought about this overnight. Haven't Cam- Canberra actually looked after him and his welfare and his wife by allowing him to go home early? Yeah, I th- well, I thought he needed to go home early. Yeah, I thought he needed to go home because he's homesick. And if he can't play, like he has stated this week, and he can't train because he's got things going mm. on in his life and can't fulfil his role and his duties because of welfare issues surrounding homesickness... Yep. 
going home now and be happy means the club is looking after his welfare. That's right. I don't know what people are blowing up about the, the, here. The Raiders had to pay a $200,000 fee to get him released from Wigan. Yeah, he and Bateman. Do you think they should demand that if he wants? If any club wants him over there this year? Should they demand that from, from Warrington yeah, or anyone that picks him up? They probably could. Before he can play? They probably could, but they're so. going to save that 200000 by not paying the rest of this year. That doesn't year matter. That's, no, that, but that's what happened when, when he didn't stay at Wigan. They didn't have to pay him. Mm. All right, that's what's brewing for Four Points Brewing Code, the official beer of sports day with Badge and Sats. James Tamo, the skipper of the West Tigers, will join us right after this. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This round, of course, but uh, we have a very special guest on the line, the uh, West Tigers skipper, James Tarmow. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, boys. How are you guys going? Good, thanks. Hey, can I get this from the horse's mouth? Tarmow, Tarmo. Oh, Tamo, Tamo, but Tamo. I've, 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 I've had it all my life. Had it all through school. It's, um, I've, I've had worse actually. So yeah. it's not, um, it's not too. Well, uh, I, I get it. Doesn't phase me. I get Belcher. It's actually Belcher. So <laughs> Got to get it right. Hey, um, hey, mate. Uh, things going uh, okay. Um, probably it could be a little bit better at the, uh, the West Tigers. How do you assess the season so far? Yeah, mate. Um, one thing is for sure, you know, every time we come in for review sessions after a loss, we always look at things where we obviously could be better at, um, you know, and uh, effort is one thing that's always brought up when you're in situations like these. And we always say that effort, and I've said this from day one, effort it has never been the problem here at the Tigers. Um, everyone's putting in more effort. You know, in some cases, some stats you'll see after some of the losses, you know, they're actually better than the other side. It's just sometimes simple little things that we could get wrong, um, you know, key times in the game, uh, you know, wrong reads, all, all these things uh, that, that sort of go wrong for us at, at key moments of the game do go wrong for us. And, um, you know, if, if, if I was sitting there talking, if it was an effort area that we needed to work on, then I think would be in, in dire straits. But, Mate, I think we're going, you know, we, we can hold our head high at the moment. Just a few things we need to sort out. Um, but I can tell you right now, you know, everyone's still willing and able and, and wanting to put in. Mm. Well, this week uh, or this Friday night, you get the West Tigers. Oh, sorry, you're playing the Dragons uh, at Bank West Stadium. Tickets available from Ticketek for uh, listeners. Mm. Um, so that, I, I guess you're saying there's going to be a lot of effort there. But how important is it that you... You uh, you get another two points because uh, the competition's you're halfway through this week and it's uh, slowly slipping away if you don't get more runs on the board. Yeah, you, you're one hundred percent. You're right on the money there. All right. Well, it's just certain things that we need to work on. You know, obviously, uh, Dragons are a team. You know, they can throw anything from inside their own half. Um, you know, they're one of those teams, very unpredictable. So those, those sorts of teams we seem to have a bit of trouble with. Um, but um, they're, they're a great side, they're very enthusiastic in the middle. They like, love to get a bit of line speed. Uh, they love to come shooting out the line and things like that. So, um, but, mate, you know, like I said before, it, it's not uh, it's not effort. It's just other little things that we need to work on, and we have been working on them. So just about everyone being on the same page. Now, the, the shift 
Jimmy, between uh, Moses Inbite of 5'8 mm. and, and also Adam Dewey into the centres, have you noticed uh, a difference out there on the field? Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, when that originally happened, you know, it was, um, you know, there were talks of what's going on, what's happening. But Moses Inbite and um, Adam Dewey, they're both very special players with a lot of footy under them. Um, so it was just a case of, having them on the field all at the same time and and seeing what could happen. Obviously, against the um, uh, against the Knights there a couple of weekends ago, um, obviously, you know, it was up in uh, Brisbane. It was, you know, it worked out very well. And um, the Warriors game, you know, I guess this has been our story all year is it's worked out the 30 minutes of a, of, of a game, 40 minutes, 50, 60 minutes of a game, you know, South game worked for 80 minutes a game. We just couldn't ice it. Um, we were just still trying to put that cherry on top and work. You know, obviously, a game goes for 80 minutes. Um, so we need to perform for 80 minutes. Now, Dane Laurie, I've, I've really enjoyed his first season. Uh, Jimmy, your mm. thoughts on his first year? He's still very raw. You've seen some, some great players. Where could you see yep. his career potentially going? I think you, you said it there, very raw. Um, He's deceptively strong and deceptively quick. He, uh, he, mate, you know, last year kind of says it all. Uh, obviously, with the Panthers last year, we had our first grade side and, um, you know, we, we were going all right. We were flying high. And uh, then all of a sudden, Dane Laurie comes in and debuts. Uh, but the, the way he debuted was he forced his way into the team. Obviously, we had the younger boys um who didn't play playing against us and, and um, opposing us in, in a training session, he was tearing us apart and he was putting his body on the line to tackle big kick out and, and, and things like that. So he forced his way into that team, into the first grade team. And once I saw that, I thought this kid's a real talent. So when I, when obviously when I signed over to the Tigers and I heard Tigers were chasing him, I thought, yes, this is the one that we need a young, a good young up and comer. Um, has obviously come from a good system. Uh, this is definitely so. Um, the Tigers need a need a chase, and obviously um, made the switch. Um, and mate, he's just been unreal ever since. I think the game, you know, I think he'd be close to our best nearly every game. Yeah, well, cousin of um, of Cody Walker, and of course, uh, an Indigenous lad, and and it is Indigenous round this weekend. Gee, you would have played with some great Indigenous players in your long and illustrious. Career, he James. played. He played the ball for a uh, pretty important one in grand yeah. final, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, mate. I, I always say this to everyone. I say, oh, I played the ball for JT when he kicked the field goal. They sort of look at me and go, oh yeah, it was a okay, great, got great play the, the ball. Book, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, mate. You're not wrong there. Um, some of the greats of the game. You know, I remember when I first started out, uh, JT up there at the Cowboys, uh, Matty Bond. Um, you know, and just watching them play, and even at training, the things that would they would pull off were unreal. And obviously, we saw the talents of Matty Bowen and JT when they were put together on the field. Um, but mate, some great talents throughout. Um, obviously, you, you mentioned uh, Dane Laurie. You know, a, a, a big one actually coming through my career. Well, you know, was Jimmy the Jet. Um, the things yeah. he could do on a football field. Uh, you know, and then to obviously see it sort of firsthand at training, you know, is unreal. Um, you know, some of these talents uh, are just, you know, something different. You don't, not your typical player on a football field. So, 
you know, the Indigenous play is very something special, and I'm very excited for this round. Yeah, and Jimmy will be out there this week on the uh, on the wing for you guys. Uh, do you know, I'm sorry to put you on the spot, I know your club will have sure. some plans. Do you know of any that, or, or what's going to happen with Indigenous round in, in your particular game Friday night, Bank West? Uh like on the field, yeah, they'll have some uh, some sort of pregame stuff going on, won't they? Special oh, jersey, yeah, of course. I I, I would hope so. I, I know uh, the West Tigers and Madge in particular do a lot of work for the Indigenous community. Uh, you know, around certain areas, so he, I know they do a lot of work in that space. So I definitely, you know, would think that they would be doing something, um, you know, pregame. So um, you know, it'll be something to. To withhold, I think uh, the boys like Dane and Jet, you know, I think they would love to lead the team in a special round like this. Yeah. Hey, James, you moved over from memory in your early teens over to Australia from mm. from uh, the North Island, New Zealand. Now, growing up, yes. You know, I mean, growing up, we're talking about our favourite Indigenous players uh, growing up and St. Larry Corroa and and uh, Preston Campbell mm. and the and the and the like. Now, growing up in New Zealand as a rugby league kid, um, who was your favourite player growing up? Was it was it a was it a Kiwi? Was it a, another Maori player? Mate, it was um, actually, obviously, uh, growing up in New Zealand, you know, it was rugby union mm. plastered everywhere. So it was sort of rugby union first and the All Blacks and all that. Um, but my first sort of sight, because I was so into rugby union, was Andrew Walker, who, who was, I think, one of the first, oh, correct me if I'm wrong, one of the first um Transfer. I think he played Roosters at the time, then went yep. to Union yes. and um, played yeah. for the Wallabies. Yeah, so I, I remember that going going far back. But even when I was uh, young um, and first moving to Australia, I remember we had these uh, DVDs, State of Origin DVDs, uh, called the Electrifying 80s and things like that. And I would put them on before a Saturday morning game, uh, footy game, to to get me going. And um, mate, just the stuff you saw uh, after beats and um, you know, obviously, um, that, um, Laurie Daly, mate, um, you know, some of the things that they did on Origin on the big stage really cemented, you know, the talent that the Indigenous, uh, that the player has. And, 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 and I, I said this in an interview recently, you know, the Indigenous jersey and these players uh, representing the Indigenous culture, you know, they give kids uh, hope. They give, you know, kids, you know, who are, who think um, that they, you know, don't have much to go. And I know that a lot of these players do a lot in that space too, but they give these ca- these kids hope and uh, something to look up to. And I know, um, Dane, I know for a fact he gets very emotional about it. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where you, you want to play play for your, for, for your bra and your mob and uh, made them right behind them. Yeah, it's, a, well it's an exciting week, isn't it? Yeah, well mm. said. Now... I'm just looking at your career as well. 279 games. Not many players get to play 300 games, James, especially when you're a front row. Is, is, it, a, is it a goal? Do you realise it's so close and it's something you're working towards? I did. I had this conversation early in the year. I did realise it was coming up. I didn't, I actually, we did uh, calculate that it would have to take two years to reach 300. Uh, recently, I haven't really thought about it. Obviously, you know, with, with the with the form that we've been going through, obviously other things have been on my mind. Um, but um, made it, yeah, it definitely is a goal. There's obviously a, a club there that um, that's very, you know, 
prestige to the rugby league commute to the NRL, uh, the 300 club. So, yeah, it'll definitely be something, uh, a, a goal of mine. Um, you know, something I guess I could I could tell the kids when they get older and, and understand. But uh, at the moment, mate, I'm just sort of, yeah, putting all my effort into into this week and what, you know, what we're trying to achieve. But, um, mate, it, it's something that I guess, would have to um, would have to wait and see because the body being 32, uh, you know, week in week out of, of the rugby league schedule, um, you know, we'll see how we uh, how we we can keep going into next year or any further into the future. So it's just one of those things. It literally is the old um, the old uh, cliche. It literally is taking it week by week. Yeah, well, not a lot of front rowers have done it. So I want you to put that away and, and don't think about it. But Petro Suvinasiva, 309 games, I reckon, has got the record. So just keep that Nine one old, in the back yeah. of your mind. The great man, the great man, Petro. Yeah. Hey, James, uh, I know yeah. it's a very important game this week for you guys. Friday night at uh, Bank West. Tickets are available from Ticketek. And uh, we wish you and the, uh, the West Tigers all the best, mate. And thanks very much, mate, for joining us on Sports Day. Mate, thank you very much for having me anytime. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Yeah, welcome back to the program. Good chat there. Good man, Jimmy Tame. You can see why he's leading the West Tigers. Um, Sats now um, producing. I just saw your head on uh, NRL 360 badge on the big screens here. It was an old photo, uh, which is good. Your emotional comments last night about George Williams. I'm much You've made it now. You've made it. Oh, you beauty. (laughs) Hey, where'd you get that tie from, though, in the picture? Where'd they get that picture from? I had to give it back. (laughs) They got rid of me few years ago. Hey, um, your small poll, Woogie, for yes. Four Pines is up on Twitter, uh, Sports Day NSW or Sports Day QLD. If Origin 1 can't be played at the MCG, where should it go? How are we going so far with that, mate? Uh, Sydney's on top at the moment. What? S- yeah, Sydney. Well, because State of Origin 2 is in Brizzy. Mm-hmm. So you can't go Brisbane, Brisbane. All right, I've got a great text here from a Bowie from Newey. Uh, guys, they should take State of Origin to the country. Played at the number one sports ground in Newcastle, <laughs> where you can sit in your car parked on the hill. You can get three mates and an esky full of beer in your boot for free. <laughs> love it. Watch the game sitting on your bonnet and listen to the call on the radio. Mm. Listen to our call. Yeah, love it. Good on you, Bowie. All right. Uh, also tonight, our hot topic for Waratah fencing, Australian made for over 135 years um, with the NRL Indigenous Round upon us. Sats tomorrow night. It starts. Uh, fantastic. Uh, a round of uh, our game, our great game. Who are the greatest Indigenous players of all time? We've had some texts through already on that number, 0477 736 736. Arthur Beetson is getting many, many uh, votes there, of course. Outstanding. But we'd, uh, we'd had our own favourites. Arthur was one of mine. And I played with, with Laurie Daly and many other great Indigenous players. Can I just players. say what I, what I love about the Indigenous players is their flamboyancy. Playing the game of rugby league, not in a structured format, but playing it like they're in the backyard with their brothers, sisters, cousins, friends in the street, whatever it may be. Yes. And we all did that as kids growing up. But the flamboyancy and that free-flowing 
the, the vision, the way they the, the way they see rugby league, completely different. And, it, and you even talk about Arthur Beetson. Arthur Beetson was flamboyant for a big man when he first came down from Roma, and then went to uh, the Balmain Tigers. The way that he used to play as a big man with speed and be able to use the ball as well. And then as he got older and he got bigger, that didn't change. It's just mm. his inter- his rugby league intellect changed and. He uh, became an even greater player. You mentioned Laurie Daly. I mean, I Preston Campbell's my favourite of all time, but I can't split him with Laurie Daly. Um, yeah, I admire everything about what Laurie play. Daly. As a guy, one of the best you'd ever meet. Uh, his speed, his skill level, his rugby league intellect. You talk about intellect. He was just something special. At a, at a young age too, at 17 mm. or 18, he just slotted straight into the Raiders side and looked the goods right from the go. And what a, what a great player. And then for every Laurie Daly uh, there's a, there's a Greg Inglis, a Gordon Tallis. Uh, yeah, you met, we mentioned earlier on Larry Cora or Kevin Yao Yi, who was at um, at Balmain as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was outstanding too. player. Yeah. There's just so many, and it's it's difficult. You, you mentioned before Sats uh, Eric Sims, who they Eric Sims changed who, the game you know, for the sixties and early seventies. He's the reason why. Yeah, why field goals went from two points to one point. So just real mm. trailblazers. Now, you talk about. Indigenous players, but the real pioneer now. There's a lot of Indigenous players that have played for played rugby league for many many years in New South Wales rugby league and the Brisbane rugby league. But the real pioneer when it, when he sent the message to a lot of Indigenous players that we we can we can go further than playing just New South Wales rugby league. We can play for our our state. We can play for our country. It was Lionel Morgan back in 1960 the first Indigenous mm. player to represent Australia? Three Test matches from, playing from Wynnum from Wynnum Manly in Brisbane scored on debut. Uh, an amazing athlete and was a real tra- trailblazer to a lot of Indigenous players. Now, if you ask North Queenslanders, I know, they would be split down the middle, I reckon, between Jonathan Thurston and and Matty Bowen. Yeah. How good was Mango? Uh, great player. Scotty Prince comes to mind. Uh, Dave Peachy. What a – the way he moved. Outstanding. Reese Wessey, you played with Reese. the Expressor. Yeah, and, oh. uh, and Preston Campbell, of course. Justin Hodges, one of the great centres. To ever play the game, and I've just got a text right, right at this moment, just as I was thinking about this. Toronto, uh, Rod from Toronto, the no, Daisy Brothers. No, Rod from Toronto. 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 The Daisy Brothers. Yeah. Legends of Mount Isa and North Queensland. Vern I got to play Daisy. against them in the early eighties. Mm. Uh, Noah Savura and Frank and Vern Daisy, and gee, they were just amazing. Do you know, I was, I was standing once at an oval uh, in Queensland Badge a couple of years ago. Actually, remember that? Remember that game we played at Redcliffe one day? You tore your calf muscle. In that, oh, that charity game, thing, yeah. yeah, and I remember standing in the dressing sheds, and this guy walked up to me, tapped me on the shoulder, and he was beautifully groomed, massive big cowboy hat. Walked up and he said, "G'day, son. I know your dad really well." I said, "Oh, g'day. How are you?" He goes, "Vern Daisy," and it was like meeting the a prime star, minister, it? It rock was. star, because everyone knew who Vern Daisy was, yeah, or the did. Daisy Brothers. They yeah. Did. All right. Well, have you got someone that we've missed there? I'm sure we've missed a few, but there's some outstanding Indigenous players. Across the uh, across the ages, zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. G'day boys, love the show. My favourite Rambo Ronnie Gibbs from Collar played oh, against yeah. Rambo. Played with him at, at Castlefit at England. What a great guy, as well. Uh, that's our hot topic: the Waratah fencing, innovative fencing solutions that work. Stick with the best. Waratahfencing.com.au. Let's take a break. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. 
This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Sports Day news headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Yes, Victoria's acting Premier says he can't rule out further coronavirus restrictions. The state has recorded six new cases of COVID-19 in the community, bringing the latest outbreak to 15. Yeah, the Melbourne Cricket Ground and venues in regional Victoria are among the exposure sites. The New South Wales government has tightened the travel rules for people coming into the state from Victoria. So people who have visited Tier 1 exposure sites in the southern state have been told, stay away. Mm. Don't come anywhere near us. Oh, those border closures coming mm. again soon. All right, get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Wednesday wine time, Sats. We've got a couple of little whiny things to talk about where we try to keep it positive. What's, what's yours? I've got two. Uh, my first one is multiple smoke breaks. Now, I'm not a smoker, neither are you, and I'm not sure about Woogie, but no. you're not? Okay. Um, you smell like he's, it. No, he goes to the toilet three times an hour. You think he's having a durry. Oh, okay. What yeah. am I doing in there? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But um, when we walk into our building, there is, um, there is a staff member that we see, and we've seen him for probably the last year and a half. Mm. He would go for a minimum of, a minimum of six smoke breaks a day. Oh, an hour. That we know about. An hour. Now I'm concerned about the employer <laughs> and whether he is aware that his employer is taking so many smoke employee, breaks. He's yeah. not employee, I should say. He's not. Have you done anything productive. about this, Scott? Well, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Tell okay. the truth. So mm. why should smokers get breaks and non-smokers don't? Well, that's that's my that argument. My wine is right. not about the smoke break. It's more about why can't the people that don't smoke have fresh air breaks, as you say, <laughs> oh, no. Gary. I've got one. We've got some good texts I want to get to here. Uh, Clive Palmer's newspaper ads. That's my wine. What a knob. It, it, is he he's just trying to bully? Is it an attempt to bully everyone with veiled threats we of legal it's action? A beat up probably from the burly bears. Oh, I just can't. Oh, really? There you go. Okay. Um, now, let's get some of these texts because you we're talking about the greatest Indigenous players and some beauties have popped up here. Mm. Sats, uh, oh, what's, oh, Mal wasn't too bad either. Uh, Mal's not – he's not an Indigenous. He's a South Sea Islander. Yep. So he's not an Indigenous in Australia, but a lot of people think that he was. Uh, Chicka Ferguson, yeah, you agree with me. South Grafton Rebel, Rebel. South Grafton Did he play at South Grafton? Yep. Wow. Newtown. Yep. East East. in Sydney and Canberra. Played in the 81 grand final. Now, here's one of the all-time greats. Cliffy Lyons at his best would be hard to beat. Oh, Cliffy, you were uh, were just a magnificent player. Unbelievable. Ronnie Gibbs, as I said, uh, in his manly days, great. And he went to the Gold Coast, of course. Steve the Pearl Renoff in full flight. Oh, what about that? He was sublime. Couldn't he move? Couldn't he move? Any more sets? Bradley Garrett. The best with tricks with ball in hand. Do you know who he Bradley was? Garrett was? Remember him in State League? Yeah, yeah, Played for I the do. Gold Coast Vikings. Then he went down to Parramatta for a bit. They used to call him Black Magic. He yes. was unbelievable. Uh, he was. Another one here. Um, Percy Knight. Pete at Burley. Percy Knight. He was a great player too, yeah. wasn't he? Uh, at Canberra as well. So, all right, thanks for those. Uh, 0477 736 736. Keep them coming. The greatest Indigenous players of all time ahead of Indigenous Round. This is Sports Day for Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV.
listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.